0: Lekut HaSichis, Volume 18, The Sicha of Pinchas, 12-13 of Tammuz. Title of this article, A 3300-Year Bridge, Pinchas and the Rebbe. On the year of Rabbi Joseph Yitzchak of Lubavitch, the Friedrich Rebbe's birth, His birthday, Monday, Thomas 125640, which was June 21st, 1880, coincided with the Torah portion of Pinchas. So too, in the year of his liberation from prison under the Stalin's regime in 1927, was on the Tuesday and Wednesday, which was the 12th and 13th, and uh, it was also July 12th and, and 13th of 1927 of the portion Pinchas. On the Shabbat of Pinchas in the year 570-5700, 5, 5, sorry, 1940, the previous Rebbe said, and the definitive majority of the events that transpired with me and my surroundings are hinted, hidden, and openly in the portion of Pinchas. Thus, there is a tight correlation between the liberation and service of the Friedegerebbe with the concepts of Pinchas. This correlation is found even in the two names of the Friedegerebbe, Yosef, for the verse says concerning Pinchas, um, who is the son of Elazar? Says Elazar, the son of Aaron, took himself one of the daughters of Putiel. Rashi says Putiel refers to Yosef, for the word Putiel means defied and fought against his passion when it came when he was tempted by Potiphar's wife to himself as a wife, and she bore him Pinchas. Now the name Yitzchak, this name is the same numerical value as Pinchas. 208, being that it is specifically the second name Yitzchak that has the open connection, the name Yitzchak and the name Pinchas, while the name Yosef is only hinted in the name Putiel, so too it is the Free Rebbe's spiritual service of Yitzchak that is openly connected to Pinchas, while the concept of Yosef are connected to Pinchas in a more concealed fashion. The explanation, number one. Non-obligatory self-sacrifice. The self-sacrifice of Pinchas, as the verse says, by his zealously avenging me, was not obligatory, but only permissible. Zimri, who had a, an illicit uh, relationship with a Midianite, upon whom the Talmud rules, I quote, from the Talmud and Sanhedrin, one who engages in intercourse with Aramean woman. this includes all Gentile women, zealots strike him, meaning they kill him. However, the Talmud itself continues with, I quote, one who comes to consult with the court, the court does not instruct him to do so. And according to some Rishonim, it is not just that the court doesn't instruct him, but rather there is no command upon the zealot at all to kill him, but only that it is permissible to do so. So too with the self sacrifice of the free rebbe in his quote by his zealously avenging me end quote of spreading Torah and mitzvahs in Stalin's USSR, which was not concerning the three commandments of be killed but do not transgress, which is idolatry, adultery, and murder. Therefore, the previous rebbe's self sacrifice was not obligatory, but only permissible. The second concept, spiritual self-sacrifice. Now, the story of Pinchas' self-sacrifice and killing Zimri and Cosby is told in the previous portion of Balak and not in the portion of Pinchas, a question. Nevertheless, it is the portion of Pinchas that we find the deeper connection with the self-sacrifice of the Rebbe. How so? The Jerusalem Talmud states in Tractics Sanhedrin, chapter 9, law 7, the Pinchas' actions, quote, were not per the will of the sages, end quote. So much so that, quote, they wanted to excommunicate him and had not the Holy Spirit jumped on him and declared that, quote, from the verse in our Torah portion, an eternal covenant of priesthood shall be for him and his descendants after him, end quote. In, in other words, generally, Originally, Pinchas knew that his actions of self-sacrifice was not per the will of the sages and that they would excommunicate him. Nevertheless, when Pinchas saw that, quoting from the verse, and Israel settled in Shittim. Now, the name Shittim mystically refers to the teaching in the Talmud and Sota: Man does not sin unless he is overcome by a spirit of shitut, which means folly. So, hence, Pinchas saw what was going on, and Pinchas saw that a plague broke out. Therefore, Pinchas said to himself, of what difference is it to me, the sacrifice of my body or the sacrifice of my soul, if I can, quote, has turned my anger away from the children of Israel? Now, see, self-sacrifice from the essence of the soul. Such a level of self-sacrifice where one sacrifices not only their physical life, body, but even their spiritual life, soul, comes only from the essence of the soul, which transcends even above and beyond the limitations of Torah, which is referring to the 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 not-per-the-will-of-the-sages to excommunicate him. This is what brought about the... Quote, it shall be for him and for his descendants after him as an eternal covenant of Kehuna. Even though this is not within the boundaries of Torah to now make Pinchas and his offspring caught him. Nevertheless, because he was zealous from the essence of his soul above and beyond the boundaries of Torah, therefore, for his God has atoned for the children of Israel thus it isn't until this verse in the portion of Pinchas that we see that Pinchas' self-sacrifice was from the essence of his soul transcending the Torah's limitations. Now, by the previous Rebbe, with B and C, spiritual self-sacrifice from the essence of the soul, so too we find by the previous Rebbe in his self-sacrifice, in which he both his he sacrifices both his physical life, the body, and his spiritual life, the soul. Other rabbis at the time disagreed with self-sacrificing themselves under these conditions and, number two, the present self-sacrifice for creating and maintaining Chedorim, the the schools for the children to study Torah, was endangering all of his other self-sacrifices, to have synagogues, mikvot, kosher food, and adult education. Thirdly, only after his release was it revealed to all that the Friedrich Rebbe had had because he was zealous from the essence of his soul above and beyond the boundaries of Torah for his God had and atoned for the children of Israel So that is the correlation on all three levels between the previous Rebbe's self-sacrifice and Pinchas' self-sacrifice. However, the difference between Pinchas and the Freak Rebbe was that by Pinchas, the zealots strike him is of the law that one who comes to consult with the court, the court does not instruct him. However, by the previous Rebbe, deliberation made it clear that from above There was the clear instruct him, of which the previous Rebbe clearly instructed his two students to do so as well. It is clear that this was the only way to keep the flame of Judaism alive in that country, referring to USSR, that there be the, quote, an internal covenant of Kiruna. Let us return to the relationship between the names Yosef and Yitzchak to the name Pinchas and the difference between the Yosef relationship versus the Yitzchak relationship. Yitzchak, this is this force, form of self-sacrifice that. That of the body and the soul, the physical life and the spiritual life flows forth from the binding of Isaac when God told Abraham to bind Isaac upon the altar, leading Abraham to believe that God was commanding him to offer his son as a sacrifice. Beyond being the self-sacrifice of the physical life, there was the spiritual sacrifice of Abraham accepting the seemingly broken promise of God, quote, in Isaac will be called your seed. In addition to this, Abraham's entire spiritual life was the teach of the monotheistic God and God's abhorrence to human sacrifice. And with this act of putting Isaac on the altar, the fundamental principle that Abraham had planted would have been uprooted. Nevertheless, upon hearing directly from God this command, Abraham sacrifices everything he stood for and with joy and haste went to fulfill God's command. Now Yitzchak, who was 37 years old at the time, asked no questions. And as Rashi tells us, they both, Abraham and Isaac, went together, meaning with one accord, with the same heart. Now the name Yosef, the difference between the name Yosef and Yitzchak, and hence between the self-sacrifice of Pinchas and the previous Rebbe, is the name Yosef equals three times the numerical value of the letter Gimmel, that's three, the numerical value of the letter Gimel, times the divine name of 52. Now, in the footnotes, I explained that when you spell out the four letters of God's name, you can spell it out in four different ways. And if you add them all up, you'll see that in one of the ways, if you spell the Hay with hey, hey instead of Hey Aleph, then you're going to end up with 52. So those are one of these f- spiritual names of God when you talk about the ineffable tetragrammaton. There's the name called the divine name of 52. Now, the name Yitzchak equals four, Dalid, four times the divine name of 52. Now, concerning the letters Gimel and Dalet, the Talmud in Tractic Shabbat says, Gimel Dalet means give to the poor. Because gift to the poor in Hebrew is gomel, starts with a gimel, dalim starts with a dalit. Now, understood from this is that by the gimel within the giver, the experience is that of preparing himself to give. And it is only by the dalit when the receiver actually receives it that there is the actual action of giving. So gimel is the preparation and dalit is the action. In more Kabbalistic terms, the world of orderliness is divided into three lines in which the right is always focused on the revelation of divinity, kindness, giving. The left is always focused on guarding the glory of God and hence withholding undeserving giving, which would be justice, concealment. While the center is the culmination of both, which is compassion, giving with clarity. Now, the fourth dimension represents the receiver. Thus, when Gimel and Dalit are near each other, as in the name Yosef Yitzchak, the Gimel represents the emanation of Yisod, masculine mystique, that of the transmission within the giver. And the Dalit represents the emanation of kingship, the feminine mystique, the receiver. Yet another way to describe this is that the Gimel represents the we shall hear, Inclusive of all the preparations within the person to do the action. And Dalit is the we shall do the action itself. Now, Penchis wasn't the Rebbe, but an emissary of his Rebbe, Moses. The Yosef dimension of we shall hear preparation to the act of self sacrifice was brief and quite hidden in his simple turning, simply turning to Moses and saying, We have received from you. The teaching of zealots strike him. So it was we have received received from you. That was the preparation. To which Moses responded, let the one who reads the letter be the agent to carry it out. And immediately, Pinchas, he took a spear in his hand. However, the Friedrich Rebbe being, as Rashi says, for the leader is everything and therefore I had to have both. The Yosef dimension of we shall hear and the Yitzchak dimension we shall do in their entirety. On the one hand, the previous Rebbe had the we shall do self-sacrifice from the spiritual, for the spiritual wealth, welfare of adults and children in building mikvot, sending rabbis, sending ritual slaughterers, sending circumcisers, and building chederim for children to study the Aleph base. While on the other hand, he had the we shall hear in teaching and revealing the deepest concepts in both the revealed and esoteric dimensions of the Torah. With this, we see the primary connection of the pre- Rebbe with Pinchas in that the demand of the Rebbe of his students and emissaries was to focus on the Yitzchak, we shall do with self-sacrifice, even if the student was lacking in his capacity of having enough knowledge to fully do the we shall hear teaching of Torah to others. The law is, I quote you from Tractic Avot, the action is the essential thing. And therefore, if one has all the deepest meditations of the Shema, but does not actually say the Shema, he has not fulfilled the mitzvah. While if he articulates the Shema without the intentions of the heart, he has fulfilled the mitzvah, for action is essential. More so, just as Dalit 4 includes within it the first Gimel 3, so too, as an emissary of the previous Rebbe, we have the... I have received from you of the Rebbe, just as Pinchas had from Moses. And through our being emissaries of the Rebbe with self-sacrifice, we shall merit the, as the Yalkachmoni says, Pinchas is Elijah. And as Rashi says that Elijah will be the one to herald the redemption, and this redemption is the fourth and final redemption.